focus on the least as a new teacher. Hi, I'm Kristen. I'm Hannah. Welcome to Coffee Teach Repeat podcast, where we talk all things teaching over a cup of coffee. While your coffee is brewing, make sure to tell a friend and follow us on social media at Coffee Teach Repeat Pod. This episode from the Teacher's Lounge is Evolution of Classroom Decor. Kristen, what are you drinking? I am drinking a combination of unsweet Alabama tea, sweet tea, and some lemonade I got from the Cheddarbox uh, at the silos today. And I'm excited that I still have some left to drink. That's I, a lot. I, lo- I looked in the fridge and I was like, oh, she still has some. That's exciting. Mm, it's perfect. I needed a little bit of a pick-me-up. But I've had enough caffeine already, so this tea is is nice and light. What do you, What about you, Hannah? What are you drinking? I we went to Target last night and did like a run to see what we like could find, and I got a case of Waterloo sparkling water, strawberry flavored. Y'all know I like my sparkling water, but I like it to be not super sweet mm-hmm. and not too carbonated, and this is perfect. I like it. Which makes me sad, because I'm not going to be able to get this when I go back to Oklahoma, right? No. Is that true? Even in Target, they don't have it? I've never seen this at my Target before. Well, guess what? You have to drive through Texas to get to Oklahoma so you can buy more I on can, the way. I can buy more on you the can. way. You can, yeah. So this week, we are talking about classroom decor, and I think we can start off by talking a little bit about what we've done as far as classroom decor. What have you done? Oh, classroom decor. The thing that you focus on the most when you are a new teacher and the thing that you should focus on the least as a new teacher. (laughs) It's so hard. So my first year teaching was 2013, the 2013-2014 school year. So this is my eighth year teaching and there was not a lot of aesthetic going on around the teaching world. Then for some reason, classrooms were just I don't know. They weren't as fancy schmancy like Instagram where they are as they are today. So I was obsessed with Chevron for some reason. And I bought a bunch of Chevron orders, different colors. And just, we've got three bulletin boards in our classrooms. One giant, huge one that is always a pain in the butt to take stuff down and put stuff up. Uh, a smaller one that is like kind of bookending one of the whiteboards and then one skinny one above the whiteboard, which has typically been used for alphabet. Uh, we don't have to use it for that anymore. And we don't really have anything that we have to put up there. So yeah, I just spent so much time before school started in my first year putting up uh butcher paper, which I got at school and then random amount, <laughs> random, um, chevron borders i think it was like teal and orange because those two look really good together you know (laughs) and uh that was kind of it i think i went and bought like bins and like because i think decor also has to do with your your storage and organization and what the kids are going to use and so i just got various colors of those like center of the table like utensil holders yeah storage organizers, uh, cubby, tub, tub things. And I just didn't really have, I don't really have an organized, not an organization. I didn't really have like a decor 
theme other than like Chevron. <laughs> and I feel like, I know we'll talk about this later, I should have been focusing more on my like actual standards and what I'm teaching and how I'm teaching it. And oh, oh, classroom management, you know, that little thing. But I did not. So uh, I went from there to just like lazy. <laughs> I, I don't, I wanted to change it up, but I didn't want to change it up. And I just, I kept it the same for a while. I think a couple of years I didn't put any butcher paper up. I was like, nope, I'm not doing it. I'm not, <laughs> I could spend my time better. I learned. I didn't put anything up in the back wall. I, I just kept it to like world map, US map, and then birthdays stuff. And uh, the biggest thing that I've morphed into, even that first year, I still did uh, motivational posters. So, because I'm always, <laughs> there's things that I just say often enough, and I found them in cute poster form, um, free on the internet, and, paid, and, and printed them out and put them up. So, I've evolved. Uh, and my school has evolved. We have been begging my principal every year to be able to leave our stuff up on the walls. So last year was the first year she let us keep stuff up because she is under the impression. And I totally agree that, that we want to keep it fresh and, um, relatable and relevant and not just like stick to that same old thing. However, last year was obviously special and, <laughs> ended quickly and we were allowed back into our classrooms for a very short amount of time at the end of the year to kind of just wrap things up and put the desks in one end and like get ready for cleaning uh but we kept it up and thank goodness because I, I finally purchased in the 2020 2019 year the it was like better than paper brand and it's that fake shiplap looking I'm like I want to do you know, farmhouse and plants or like shiplap and plants. And so I did. I purchased all these little packs on Teachers Pay Teachers that were succulents. And I, I love having plants in the classroom now. I think uh, I started doing that a couple years ago. And it's created such a calming environment for me, for the kids. It's something that we can all kind of look after. The kids want to take care of the plants. I want to take care of the plants. We want to see the room thrive like we are thriving. It's almost like a community yeah it's a community and if the plants are thriving the kids are thriving maybe it's the other way around <laughs> but uh i just and i've even printed out more um posters yes in the theme and i just it it's a calming room environment and i really enjoy it more now that it's a place that i want to be it's more homey i think what do you what's been your experience your 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 classroom decor uh, style over these past few years. So the funny thing is my very first year teaching, I was on a cart. I was in the band room for first through fourth hour and band teachers, which we had Mary on before. She was one of the band teachers. They let me have the bulletin board in there. And I just used that for growth mindset Bitmoji posters. <laughs> Cute. And so I put those up and then I kept a lot of my like teaching um anchor charts i made them in google slide form and just projected them so that i could move them from room to room so my first year i didn't really do a lot i put up that one bulletin board and that was it i was in two other classrooms throughout the day uh, and i didn't put anything up in those rooms then my second year of teaching which was 
when the panorama started, <laughs> I was in a closet. And so I put up some part of speech posters because I was teaching writing. And I put up a few of our growth mindset posters and I rotated them out because I got like a big pack off TPT and printed them all off and laminated them. And so then I just rotated them and like it had like a quote that's like, we will have a growth mindset. And I just switched them out all the time. So that's kind of been my, that was my classroom decor before. And then this year, it's the same thing. I feel like it's so essential to have things that kids can use to help them learn. And I also feel like I've walked into classrooms, maybe during professional development, maybe just, you know, checking in on a student or whatever. And I have sensory overload. And so I've always been that kid that's so easily distracted that I want to keep whatever I put up on my walls to such a minimum because I just, I think it impacts learning so much. And so even this year, I have a reading bulletin board that has like the essential concepts for reading for third grade. I have a writing process um, bulletin board that's above the whiteboard that's probably for letters. (laughs) Um, And so it has the steps of the writing process. And then I've got a math bulletin board with some of the math concepts that my kids focus on in third grade. But actually, all of my bulletin boards are on the back wall. How funny. And so really, I mean, unless I reconfigured my room to face the wall that doesn't have the smart board, those bulletin boards really don't do much other than reminding me, like, okay, have I done these reading standards? (laughs) And so I also have my growth mindset posters as they walk in the room it goes up and around my whiteboard so it's what they see all day every day and so those are really fun and it's really fun because every once in a while they'll read one out loud and so I think I have colors and so I don't really have classroom theme theme school (laughs) theme school so we've both kind of alluded to this as to like what should the purpose be of classroom decor and I I think it should serve a purpose it shouldn't just be you know there to look nice or to look pretty like you said your plants they they create community for your classroom and gives them something to strive for um to keep them alive and so what about you think about you think (laughs) what do you think so I originally wrote down that I think that decor should be calming or inviting however I think that your decor should be what you want it to be. It should serve a purpose, like mm-hmm. you said, Hannah. But it needs, like, what are you trying to get out of your room? Are you trying to excite kids or calm them or intrigue them? I, I think if you do some research on colors and emotions that they bring up, I think that you will, I know there's some information about what different colors do to to the mind. And of course, that is, uh, neurotypical people. Um, so you may want to look into neurodivergent and neuro different kids and minds and, and what colors may do for them and really keep it, I guess, what you want it. Neutral, calming, like set up for learning. A lot of times the blues and the greens are very you know, set for that intent where they're like calming and, and providing a space that 
isn't super loud. Uh, I, I've tried to go more for like, um, uh, like browns and tans, not dark brown, but like, beige. you know, ship black beige. Uh, I have a growth mindset poster set and it's very like, looks like wood with some font on it and like some, some stuff like that. But it's, I have that. And then above the whiteboard, I actually put, cause they just put cursive back in the fifth grade standards. I have the cursive alphabet and also sign language alphabet. So it's cursive. It's one poster. And uh, the kids, like I and the kids, we look to it sometimes because we, you know, if I'm asking them to say, okay, then we, will, you know, I'll try to sign the letters and, and we are a school of communication. So I'm trying to learn and pro- provide that stimulation for them to be intrigued by American Sign Language and maybe want to pursue that in high school. So I know that's an option in a lot of high schools instead of taking Spanish or French or German or whatever is to take American Sign Language. And I think, you know, it's, it's made me want to take it. Like I, it's something I'm looking into for this summer is taking an, an American Sign Language class at my local community college because I love learning. We talked about this yesterday is I wish I was still, we were, we were at Baylor yesterday walking around trying to find the bears that are not there <laughs> for some reason for some reason they're not in their enclosure. enclosure uh but we were talking about how much we loved going to school for this purpose i mean i i didn't originally go to school to be a teacher hannah didn't go to school to be a teacher we went to school for other things and when we found a thing that we wanted to do school was great i loved go that year of schooling that i did for teaching i I got straight a's i like really loved going to school for a specific purpose that i really wanted so i'm excited to do that i want to show the kids that it can be exciting to find something that you like to do and i like to give those opportunities in the form of decor which sounds really silly and i also put up posters i talked about uh they are oftentimes things that I want the kids to really understand because there's posters that say everything on them. I pick out a bunch and then I actually say them. I read and I say the things that are on the posters. One of the things that I say is practice makes progress, not perfect. Because as we've spoken about, perfect is an illusion and we should not be striving or teaching our kids to strive for perfection. Progress is the key and failing is important to progress and learn. And we can't have this society of fearing failure. Failure is just a part of the learning process. And and the more that we push failure is bad, the worse it is for everyone. So your decor needs to put off the vibe that you are looking to put off. How do you want your classroom to be? Do you like and strive and thrive on chaos? I do sometimes. I I like a uh I like a collaborative classroom and in a collaborative classroom, as in science and math, when they collaborate on things, when they learn, it is chaotic. It's loud. It's, you know, that's what it needs to be because they're talking and learning and, and, and living and messing up and scribbling things out. And I even tell them, never erase your work because you learn the best from it. Don't, don't, 
my kids are like, oh, I erased it. I was, I, I did something wrong. Well, we can't learn from it unless you go back and look through it. It's okay to be wrong. And that's, you know, it's the loudness. It's the craziness. It's the excited sounds that you get from collaboration that, I mean, maybe that's what you're wanting. Maybe you got to put some reds in your room, some oranges, yellows, like excitable colors. Or maybe you're a reading teacher and you really like that calm so that kids can read and just get into their book. So Hannah, what should our efforts be focused on in terms of decor instead of decor? What do you think? Yeah, I think not having a classroom my first year, while it was stressful, it was such a blessing because I did not focus my energy on something that was not going to be what I had either year. I I think both years that I've had a classroom, I've spent like one or two days total getting my classroom ready for my kids, but really focusing on what I need to do that first week, looking through my rosters, getting to know my kids, helping new classmates or new teammates uh, learn about the content that they're going to be teaching, finding ways to make sure that at the end of the day, what you teach is far more important than what kids may see. And I, like I said, I think it's important to have those standard-based items on your wall because kids do use them. They use them as a resource. But at the end of the day, are you teaching them to look at a poster to find the answer or are you teaching them the answer? And I think that's really essential. Hmm. I like that. Like, I, I agree. I don't have often have a lot of content on the walls. Because when I made anchor charts, I just found that it took up wall space that we would use. I mean, we're using it. We're using the whiteboard. We're and and I've just shied away from anchor charts, and I've gone more towards like a notes based anchor chart system where we make it together in our notebooks, and then they have the reference sheet. They have it in their notebooks, and they're not looking around the room for it. Uh but I I like what you said about content. I think. And I'm excited about this year, this next year, because I don't have to worry about what's on my walls. Theoretically, <laughs> I'm hoping again that my principal allows us to, um, to keep our stuff up on the walls. I know I've had no one but me in my room essentially all year, uh, but it, it just it creates such a a nice way to get in back into the building when you're like, I, don't I can have to. I don't have to decorate. I don't have to decorate. I have to probably fix some things that might have fallen down or, you know, shift some things around than where I had it. But it's, I can walk in, arrange the furniture where I want it to be, and then get to work on plans. Is there anything new? Is there new content I need to push? Is there whatever? And and helping new teammates, huge. Helping new teammates formulate their classroom management. I think that's the biggest thing that I push for new teammates. It's like, hey, I know that you want to focus on, con on on decor because they all do. Every single, I did. Every teacher that comes in, they're like, oh, I want to decorate my classroom. And I'm like, I'm super glad that you're excited. But like, it's okay for you to decorate throughout the year. I think that's something that people, student teachers, teachers, new teachers forget. You don't have to put everything up 
at the start of the year. It should look unfished because you should be building your room with your students. I there it should be their classroom. Yes. Yes. So you should build it with them. I have probably a waste of space, but I have it says our birthdays and I just have the 12 months of the year and I give them note cards the first week of school and I say put your name, your birth date on here and decorate it however you want. Some kids don't like to decorate. They're like, they ask me that. Do I have to? No, but I want your name and your birthday. If you want to be celebrated, if you want your birthday celebrated, this is what I want from you. If you don't, don't give me a card. And that's okay. I have kids that don't want to be recognized on their birthday. But then I go and I staple those up and we make a bit, it's like a upside down bar chart. We talk about where the most birthdays are. And if there's double, like, ooh, we have birthday twins or like, you know, who has a birthday that's close to mine or what anything we we understand or know oh my mom's birthday is close to this one like we build the back of it together and that way everyone knows and there are kids that check oh 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 it's so and so's birthday tomorrow or whatever so that's part of the part of the way that i include my students in in my room uh we ha- um what is the other thing it's a job chart i used to not do jobs but then i did jobs and it was just too much for me to maintain and so I create jobs with my kids. So we've got, I have the standard ones and I'm like, I need people to do this. And then th- they can create their own. And I have little clips, little clothespins that I write their name on. And if there's three kids that want to do the same job, then I put all the, you know, we, they don't have to apply. I don't, if they just tell me that they want it. So they write on a sticky note and, and we top, put your top three and at least that, that's where it is. And if something's not done, the kids look to the board and they're like, hey, so-and-so, you didn't do this. And they're like, oops, forgot. But it's a classroom culture. It's it's like we're helping each other. We're looking out for each other. I'm not the best at remembering birthdays because I don't have a good system that reminds me about birthdays. I need to put them in the Google Calendar. That'd be a good idea, right? At the beginning of the year, just <laughs> that was a lot this year. 36 kids I started with, but... um. Yeah, you just, you're helping each other out because the kids know I forget things. They forget things. Nobody's perfect. That's what we have. So if we have that out and they've created it with me, then they are more invested in the room. It's our room, not just my room that they are in. It's our room. We're the, we're the weirdos together. Not just me and them (laughs) separate. (laughs) I love that. I love everything about that. I think this has been a really great conversation. I hope that you take something away from it or can relate to something that we've talked to hope that you can help new teachers out in your building this year or next year uh and really take take the time to think about and formulate your classroom in the way that you want the vibe the energy to be see how it turns out let us know i'm so glad you joined us this week i hope you come back and don't forget to bring a friend next time cheers cheers